0: Hi Goal Achievers, Nick Polkowski here. I have a quick question for you. Can One Weekend literally change your life? Well, One Weekend changed the lives of over 200 people last year when they attended Hal Elrod's Best Year Ever Blueprint Live event. And Hal is doing it again this year. You can get all the details and reserve your spot at bestyeareverlive.com. Last year's event showed that One Weekend truly can change your life. Since the event, Tim Cornwell has lost 42 pounds, Heidi Murray more than doubled her income. Stephen Christopher increased his revenue by over 500%, and those are just a few examples from hundreds of incredible results created by last year's attendees. Don't miss out on your chance to make 2016 your best year ever. Head to bestyevereverlive.com and register now. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast with Hal Elrod. I'm your host Nick Kuski, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you will learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He is the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning. A Hall of Fame business achiever, an international keynote speaker. Ultra marathon runner, and the founder of vipsuccesscoaching.com, Mr. Hal Elraff. Hal, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast.
1: Oh, Nick, I was taking a drink. Um, what's up, buddy?
0: I am doing excellent. How are you doing? Nice and hydrated, hopefully? Um, yeah, actually,
1: it's funny. I've got the water that I just drank, but then that was actually a sip of iced coffee, so that's not hydrating me very well, but it's, it's really tasty.
0: <laughs> but it's helpful, right?
1: Iced coffee and a little bit of almond milk. Yeah, it's really good. That's nice. So, okay. dude, you ready for a podcast episode?
0: I, I am. I am. What are we going to be talking about on this episode?
1: So, the title of this episode, we normally don't have a title. We just start talking and then, you know, later you email me. You're like, dude, what, what's the title that we should call it? I'm like, oh, shoot. Uh, and we make one up. But I actually came into this episode with the title in mind. That kind of set the stage for the whole episode. And the title for this episode is, Are Your Goals Too Big? So the title is a question. Are your goals too big? And this was actually inspired by, um, I am right this week and we started filming the Miracle Morning movie, which is very, very exciting. And uh, the uh, we, meaning me and uh, the other Nick in my life, Nick Conadera. And uh, Nick is a a filmmaker and he's been for a long time wanting to make uh, a movie about First about my life, about my car accident, that whole story. And then we talked more about doing a Miracle Morning kind of documentary. And then we decided to combine the two and kind of make it a docudrama Hollywood style movie kind of mixed with the secret, mixed with what the bleep do we know. So it's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty cool. So we just started this weekend. We filmed uh, Pat Flynn John Lee Dumas, we had some big Chandler Bolt, Andrew Farabee, Matt Desell. we had some some of my friends slash colleagues that are big Miracle Morning fans, uh, we, we got to go in and film with them. So that was a lot of fun. So... The point is um, I was reviewing my journals from 2008 trying to figure out when did I actually start doing The Miracle Morning. I was running about a bunch of stuff, but you know, Nick was asking me questions for the filming and the script, and he's like, so when did you actually start? And I, I I have no idea. I don't remember the day. you know. He goes, well, when did you start writing the book? I'm like, I got no idea. you know. So I have no idea. So I'm going through all my old journals, and uh, I came across the goal that I had set uh, when I first read the book *Think and Grow Rich*, and the goal that I set was two million to earn two million dollars by the end of that year, and it was based on kind of the you know this whole law of attraction that nothing's impossible and we can create anything in our lives and you know on and on. And so I thought I want my first goal was a million dollars this year. I want to make a million dollars this year. And then I went, wait a minute, nope. My ultimate goal in life is I want to be able to donate at least half of my money to charity. So I, I went, I, changed, I scratched out $1 million. I thought, no, I'm going to make $2 million so I can donate $1 million to charity. And it was so funny. I was going through my, not only my journal, but my schedule. And I saw in my schedule, it's like, you know, strategize on how to earn $2 million by the end of the year. And I think it was like, you know, February or something. And, uh, and the year before that, I had probably earned, I, I don't even know. Eighty thousand dollars or sixty thousand—I mean, I don't know—something nowhere near <laughs> one million, let alone two. And uh, and and so, but I, it's just so funny because as I was looking through my schedule, I remember how much I believed, like like just this unwavering faith as I talked about the miracle equation—that I could do it, that I would do it, you know. And when that year ended, I uh, I, I might have scraped over a hundred thousand dollars in income, so it wasn't a horrible income year, but it was again not even close to one million let alone two. So after that, I, I reflected, I looked back, and I, you know, and I asked myself, what, why did I not earn my $2 million as I had set out and I was actually so confident that I would do? And by the way, this brings up a really good point, which I think, you know, achieve your goals, listeners, you probably heard me say this before, but there is a fine line between optimism and delusion. Right, mm-hmm. right Write that one down. There is a fine line between optimism and delusion. And, and personally, I cross it often. Uh, I don't know, Nick, do you ever cross that, that line?
0: Oh yeah. All the time.
1: Right. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we, we're we're like, we're overconfident or we borrow confidence from somebody else. So like we read a book and someone tells us they can achieve, we can achieve anything. And then we read about like, they, they have this amazing story of how they maybe became millionaires overnight or whatever it is. And then we're like, yeah, we could do that too. So as I was looking through that, I realized that that was obviously too big of a goal, or at least my approach was not in alignment with how big that goal was. So that then reminded me of another time in my life where my goal was to, uh, I had sold $100,000 of Cutco back when I was with Cutco, and the next year, um, the biggest year ever, I think, was $150,000, and I thought, I want to double it. I want to go for $300,000 and just blow the record out of the water, not just beat it, double it, right? Right. And, uh, and that year I went for, well, I set the goal of $300,000 and I really believed it. I really believed that I wasn't approaching it with self doubt. I was like, dude, this is going to happen. It's going to happen. And again, it, it's that fine line between optimism and delusion. I became delusional thinking it was going to happen. And halfway through the year when I needed to be at 150 grand to be on pace for my goal and I was at 50 grand or 40 grand, maybe mm. the delusion still overtook me. And I thought, Oh, anything's possible. I'm going to make it happen. And that year, I, I, instead of selling three hundred thousand, I sold a hundred. Or I'm sorry, instead of earning three hundred thousand, wait, no, no, selling three hundred thousand, which would have I would have made half of that. I, I sold a hundred and six thousand and made fifty-three thousand dollars in income. So didn't even get halfway to my goal. So looking at that two million dollar goal the other day it just reminded me of that I that I had you know that wasn't the first time right that I'd done that. And 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 now I was like, how have I have I changed? You know, so again, this is like a self-reflection that led to this call because I'm not the only one, right? I'm not the only one that crosses that line between optimism and delusion. I'm not the only one that sets ridiculously large goals. In fact, I spoke with someone the other day. It was a uh, one of my coaching clients, and I'm trying to remember the exact goal that they shared with me. Um, I'm drawing a blank, but basically, I gave them the coaching that that they were setting. Well. We're going to get into the the teaching points today but but basically i was giving them the advice that they weren't ready for that goal like they needed to earn the right to set that goal they needed to achieve a goal in relation to that that you know to earn the right to set that big huge goal so i mean if you you know if you're earning if you're earning fifty thousand dollars in a year and then you set the goal to earn two million dollars the next year well it doesn't just magically happen. And that's the problem with like the law of attraction. I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. I think visualizing what you want and focusing on it is, I mean, it's crucial to your success, but if, if you do, if, if if that was the problem with that movie, the secret, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. you, you saw the secret, right?
0: Uh, yeah, at one point I did. It's been a long time since I've seen it, Uh, but yeah, I definitely know the concept.
1: Yeah. So the, the idea was the law of attraction and the, the, the flack that that film took, you know, Oprah loved it. She put it on her show. So it sold millions of copies of the film and millions of copies of the book. The problem was they basically just focus on the law of attraction, which is you visualize what you want, you focus on what you want and you will attract it into your life but that's not the end of the of the equation like that's right. not where it ends and that's how they ended it so people made these vision boards right i mean millions of people saw the movie yes. probably hundreds of thousands if not a million made a vision board and they just they thought that was it they're like all right i did it i made a vision board i'm using the law of attraction it's all going to happen and so that's delusional it doesn't happen that way so I want to, for this episode, everybody listening. Um, I want to help you kind of evaluate your goals, and if you're and look at them, and you know, are your goals too big? That's the title of the episode today. Are they too big? Now, for some of you, they're way too small, right? So, so, so I want to, you know, I want to. I always try to make this apply to everybody universally. So what happens is when I'm going to be coaching, if you will, on. Uh, whether or not your goals are too big and what would make a goal too big and how you kind of manage your goals so that they're not too big and they're achievable but they do stretch you um, as I coach on the people that have goals that are too big that are unrealistic uh, the, those fo- those of you that are like man'm I, I don't even have big goals. I'm barely you know I don't even have goals I'm just I'm just found this podcast I'm you know I, 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 I just go to work every day and come home and watch TV that's I don't do any goals you know if that's you, the, you're, the coaching that you're going to get, is, it's, it's going to still be valuable because it's going to lead you to that middle point of, okay, you don't want to set goals that are too big, so how do you set goals that are just the right size, if you will? Um, and we've we've touched on you know I know in the past we've done episodes on like what are the right type of goals and you know so this this is an area we've 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 broached before but but today we're going to approach it in a different way so um, Nick any thoughts comments questions concerns uh, compliments that you want to pay I mean any, anything at all before we before I keep going
0: you have excellent hair today
1: oh it's fantastic I didn't even style it it's amazing um, if people no. saw me they wouldn't recognize me there's like where where are your spikes like that doesn't look like hell. <laughs> And actually you know, you
0: I have no, I have obviously have no idea because we're doing this completely audio. so um, I but I think yeah, that, that's really the key what you were mentioning before is that people stop at that just thinking, hey, let's set this goal, let's create this law of attraction, but then they forget about you know those next steps or those precursor goals that they need to accomplish before they set that really, really big goal.
1: Yeah, and, and let me let me just say that to kind of follow up on what you said, you know, the, there's that whole co- you know blind confidence, law of attraction, optimism, you know, that whole mindset that that rarely works for people, and the um, the well, l- let's just first let me first address this. How does the law of attraction work? So for those of you listening, uh, I just did an episode uh, earlier today. We recorded it. I'm not sure when it'll air. Um, But uh, with John Burgoff and we did it. We actually talked about the UFC interim champion, Conor McGregor and how he has just he has like skyrocketed from obscurity where no one knew his name to now he's making millions of dollars, uh, not not per year, but per fight. I mean, he's he just he's he's doing amazing things and he's a big fan of the law of attraction. So the law of attraction basically, you know, to, to simplify it, it just is you focus on what you want rather than what you don't want. Mm-hmm. And the law of attraction says that when you focus on what you want, you attract it into your life. That is the essence of the law of attraction. Pretty simple. Um, now it's that's really half the equation. You know, and when I say half the equation, by the way, that comes from what I teach is called the miracle equation. And if you've never heard that before, go through the, you know, go to halelrod.com forward slash blog. And search the archives. You can listen to the Miracle Equation episode, which was, you know, a popular episode that we did. But there's two parts of the Miracle Equation. One is unwavering faith, and one is extraordinary effort. Those are the two components of the Miracle Equation. Well, the unwavering faith part that covers the Law of Attraction, where you focus on what you want. And you just maintain unwavering faith every day that that is what you're going to achieve. You think about it. You dwell on it. You focus on it. You visualize it. Right. That's the Law of Attraction. But without extraordinary effort the other side of this equate the miracle equation nothing happens. And that's where we talked about Conor McGregor in this episode. And, you know, his work ethic is insane. I mean, he worked, he's the, the hardest working guy in the entire, you know, and he's part of the UFC, the ultimate fighting championship. His work ethic is insane. You can go on YouTube and Google Conor McGregor workout and you can watch him do a workout. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. Uh, so he's probably the hardest worker in the game. And that is the element of when I set that goal for $2 million to earn $2 million in a year, um, I, you know, I had the unwavering faith part down. I had the, you know, I had the visual you know, law of attraction part down, but I hadn't actually broken down what it would take to earn that, which that's kind of the most important part, yeah. you know? And that was the criticism of that movie, the secret is they didn't say, okay, now that you've got your vision, you've got to actually figure out what you have to do to guarantee that you achieve it. What do you need to do each day? Who do you need to talk to? Who do you need you know? What relationships do you need to develop? What on and on and on, what skills do you need to develop? Like none of that was talked about. And so there, that $2 million goal, it was definitely, anything's possible, right? But, um, or actually, I don't know if anything's possible. Most things are possible. Awesome. I mean, if you set a goal to earn $2 million tomorrow, probably really hard. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> right? You know, it's pretty hard. So so that's an extreme example of in one year, is it—is it possible if you're going from earning 30, 40, 50, $100,000 to $2 million? Probably. But you have to literally figure out what can you do? What what value will you add to the world in which they will pay you $2 million for, right? And the number's arbitrary. Same thing with a $300,000 sales goal that I had you know, many years before that in Cutco, it was probably seven years before. I had that goal and uh, it was possible, but I hadn't figured out what I had to do to make it possible, to make it a reality. You know, I was just kind of doing the same things. Just you know, It's been said, there's that saying, doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. And that's exactly what I did. So, so let's break down. Here's my three tips on, you know, kind of uh, how, how to figure out if your goals are too big and, and most importantly, what to do if they are too big. Um, in terms of figuring out if they are too big, uh, the, the question becomes, I mean, I think it's, it's a pretty easy assessment. How much bigger is what you're trying to do, what your goal is compared to what you've done in the past? And I think a good, you know, a a good reference point is doubling what you've ever done in the past is about as far as I would stretch my goal. Now, now, if you've never done anything and you don't have anything to go off of, you know, then talk to someone that has achieved something that you want, right? This is a, a timeless principle. You find someone that's achieved the result that you want. You figure out, you talk to them, ask them what they did. If you're willing to do that, then you have the right to set that goal. Right. So that if you have no idea. But if you're trying to achieve, uh, you know, if you've been in sales for a while or you've been in business for a while or you've, you've exercised for a while or whatever, um, then setting a major goal is def- a goal that stretches you, that scares you is definitely reasonable. But it's got to be like I said, there's a certain parameter of how, you know, for me, I was the most I'd earned in a year in terms of income was one hundred thousand dollars. And I was, you know, doubling it would have been a big goal. I was trying to 20X it, right? I was trying to multiply it by 20 times. And I didn't have any like, you know, momentum on my side or anything. I was trying to go from zero to 20Xing my income. So I would not encourage you to 20X your goal. If you've ran a marathon before, 26 miles, I wouldn't encourage you to try to run, what would that be? 500 and I don't even know, something miles or 620 miles, whatever it is. Right at once. That's a pretty big leap. I would encourage you if you want to double, you know, if you want to really qu- make a quantum leap. I think doubling a goal is is a big quantum leap. If you've run a marathon before, set the goal to run an ultra marathon. That's a pretty big jump. Like don't now. <laughs> it's funny because I'm almost proving the point. Raw or the <laughs> right because I went from never running to running a 52 mile ultra marathon. So it can be done, but it's you know for most part you know yeah. So. But I did train, actually, but here's a good point. I earned the right, you know, yes, so I, I ran five, I ran 500. yeah, let's, let's, let me actually, I'm, I'm glad I thought of that because I set a goal to run 52 miles. Now, if, if I were listening to this call right now, based on the advice I'm giving to everybody, I would have been like, oh, well, then I shouldn't, I should set a goal to run two miles. But that's the thing is I did that. See, my goal is to run 52 miles in one day. So I ran a total of 500 miles to train for that day in five months, so I ran, and first I ran a mile. The first day I ran one mile. The second day I ran two miles. Then I ran three miles and then four. And then I set out this training regimen where I continued to do that. Now the most I ever ran was 20 miles in one day before the ultra. And I did that, I don't know, probably a month before the ultra marathon. Um, you know, I, and I really wasn't prepared. I should have run further than that. I should have done a 20 and then maybe a 30 or whatever. But, um, yeah. So the point is, doubling a goal, I think that is a good place to start if you really want to make a quantum leap. And then, of course, you can go anywhere beneath that. You can go, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by increasing it by 10% or 20% or 40% or 50%, right? Or maybe you go for 100%, which is that is a quantum leap. Now, here's the teaching points. So once you've figured out whether or not your goals are too big and you've kind of assessed that, and obviously it's not a perfect science, um, but, but a goal that is uh, just ask yourself if you have no idea, if you have any idea on how to achieve it, you know, if the goal is so big that you have zero idea or it's, you know, you just kind of have to do a little bit of a, a being honest with yourself, you know, as I think that that's kind of the element there that you assess that by. It's not a perfect science, but here are the teaching points and these will help, I think, give you more clarity on this entire process. Number one, you've got to earn the right to set bigger goals by achieving smaller ones. This was advice that uh, Dan Cassetta, uh, a mentor of mine and a mentor of our, our friend John Berghoff, uh, gave to John. John had this goal of, I believe it was selling $300,000. I think it was the probably the, the summer I after I tried or I don't even know, somewhere around the same time, within a year. And uh, he had this goal of doing three hundred thousand dollars, and he was like a brand new—you know—I think his whole career he was at like eighty thousand dollars or something, maybe sixty. So he was his whole career. Six months he had sold sixty grand, and now he wanted to sell three hundred grand in, in in twelve months. And his mentor Dan, who is like a prolific manager and leader and a record breaker—I mean, he's he's one of the best managers in the history of this company—he um, told John, I, "I I personally, as your manager, as your mentor." um, w- wouldn't advise you to not set that goal. In fact, I don't, I would not, I, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't let you, you know? Um, and he said, because you don't even know what it means to do half of that. So he said, if you want to sell $300,000 in 12 months, focus on selling hundred thousand dollars in four months and set the goal because that's what you have to do to be on pace. So after four months, rather than set this three, because here's the, the reason for this, by the way, if you, if you were to set a $300,000 goal for, we'll just use John's example for the year, and this is what Dan told him. He said, if four months into the year, you're only at $20,000 or halfway through the year, you're only at $60,000 or $80,000, you're going to be discouraged and go, that goal of $300,000, I'm so far off, there's no way. So he said, set a smaller goal, for the year, but shorten the time frame. I think I, I slightly misspoke earlier. So he said, set a goal to sell $100,000 this year, but try to do it in four months. So he said, that way, if at four months, you're only at $50,000, well, you can go, wow, I can totally crush my $100,000 goal. In fact, I'm gonna raise it to $150,000 because I know what it's, I'm at $50,000 after one third of the year, so I'm averaging one fifty. dollars In fact, he said, maybe you even set it to two hundred dollars at that point. So if you're not anywhere near on track of the actual, the, the giant crazy goal you were going to set, you've got some sort of, you know, you've got this leeway. He says, so you've got to earn the right to set the bigger goal by achieving the smaller goal in a shorter period of time. Does that make
0: sense, Nick? Yeah, it kind of it does. It's similar to, well, there, I've also have heard the philosophy of set basically three goals. One is kind of like a, a goal, you know, it stretches you a little bit. Another one is like maybe double, and it's kind of like your home run goal, if you will. And then you set like a gigantic goal. Um, and so I guess it just reminds me of that, but I guess I can see what you're saying is that, yeah, you're just shrinking down the timeline and building up those stages.
1: Yeah, because now to the point that you made, you're, what you're talking about, we, I learned that from a lot of different managers when I was in sales, that you set a, they called it set a will-do a could do and a, or I'm sorry, a will do, a should do, and a could do, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and the will do uh, is like no matter what, and the, the should do is, you know, stretches you a little, and the could do is, you know, doubling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, I don't think that's a wrong way to set goals, but what I found is that that, that more often than not, you're not going to do much more than your will do because that's what you're focused on. And so, um, what ends up happening is like, if your will do is I will sell a hundred thousand this year. Think about that. Right. So let's, so let's, let's, let's compare the strategy you're talking about, which is a popular one with the one that I'm sharing that I that we learned from, from our mentor, Dan Cassetta in the, in the, in the strategy you're talking about, it would be this year I will do a hundred thousand. I should do 200,000 and I could do 300,000. Mm-hmm. But what happens is this, you're focusing on doing a hundred thousand dollars for the year and that's what ends up happening. And I was actually one of my first clients that I was coaching in sales on and I was coaching her on the miracle equation. She came to our call saying, Hal, I've set my goals and I want to share them with you and see what you think. She said, my will do for the next two weeks is $10,000 in sales. My should do is $15,000 in sales and my could do is $20,000 in sales. She said, what do you think? I said, I think you're gonna sell right around $10,000. Because that's what you're focusing on. That's your will do. That's all your, 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 that's the, your you know, your, your, that's what you're focusing on. Yeah. Um And, but the difference here is your goal, I mean, and in some of this is semantics, but it really is a difference in what you're focusing on, which therefore will determine what you create. So there's, it's really a, there's a bigger, a bigger importance here. And the idea is that if you sell, if the goal is $100,000, but it's in four months and that's what you're focused on, then that's what you're going to create.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, right. And I, and I think Probably the biggest thing is that timeline because I don't don't know. I know you're this way. I'm this way. We tend to put things off to the last minute, you know, put things off as long as we can. So having that shortened time frame, you know, because a year is just way too long to look into the future, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That's another benefit is that short term kind of you know urgency to get it done. Um, And by the way, I will tell you that that year, John, uh, he let's see, going into the fall. So, you know, going into the last four months of the year, right. So in the first eight months of the year, I believe he was at $180,000 in sales and he needed to be at 200 to be on track. So he was right. I mean, he was right there. And then Dan said, you know, basically he basically made him earn the right to set the bigger goal every four months of the year. Hmm. And, uh, the, what ended up happening was he ended up uh, selling two hundred and sixty-three thousand that year. So, and the record that that record still had stood, which was one hundred and fifty-one thousand. So he did just crush it, you know. So, so John did accomplish, you know, uh, cl- much closer to what I what I was trying to accomplish. Um, the so so that's the first the first point. And let me let me give you a few other examples, just because you're like, okay, well, what if I'm not in sales? Like, how do I relate this to another area of my life? Well, let's say it's a fitness goal, or an exercise goal, like a weight loss goal. And you go, I want to lose. You know, 50 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever, um, and I want to lose it in a month. Well, if the most you've ever lost in a month is zero pounds, right? Yeah. Or two pounds, right? Well, then lower the goal. So, if you want to lose 20 pounds in the month, set lower the goal to maybe 10 pounds in the month, but try to lose it in 15 days. You Mm -hmm. see, so, and then at the end of 15 days, if you've only lost five pounds. Well, now you're like, okay, you know, I've got 15 more days to lose the other five pounds and then next month I'll take on the other 10 pounds. But if your goal is to lose 20 pounds in a month and 15 days in, you're only at that same five pounds, it's just it's just simple, simple human psychology. The further away we are from a goal, the more discouraged we get. And not that you can't override that with, you know, strong mental focus and this and that. And, you know, I mean, you can you can override it, but. You may as well set yourself up for success, and so the idea is, if you're only at five pounds lost, uh, and your goal is 20, and you've only, you're halfway through the month, you're like, oh my gosh, 15 days, I only lost five pounds. And the next 15 days, how am I going to lose 15? There's no way, and you know, and then you go binge eat because you're depressed and you know you're discouraged. So, so the idea is, any area of your life, whether it's writing a book, whatever it is, it's it's really about you, you got to earn the right to set the bigger goals by achieving smaller ones and in a shorter period of time um the second point, and this is much in alignment with what we just talked about, and Nick, what you brought up is is yet yeah, break that bigger goal into three smaller goals. And I think I kind of uh, you know, I, I kind of actually already got ahead of myself and covered that, right but it's the idea that you you take that goal of you know whatever you want to earn in the year and then you divide it by three and you go, okay, for me to be on track to earn that amount, that means in the next four months I need to earn this amount. Uh, or I need to, you know, ach- write this many pages of my book or I need to lose this many pounds or my wife and I need to go on this many dates or I need to take my kids to the park this many times. Or, you know, whatever whatever your goals are, break them into thirds and it's not breaking them again, but it's breaking the time frames into thirds. You're breaking the goal into thirds and e- 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 equally. You're breaking them into equal time frames based on one third, so it's not like Nick's what you had brought up about the whole. You know, you're not going well. I'm going to break my goals into you know three smaller goals where my will do is mm-hmm. you know this much. It's not that. It's 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 basically kind of the next step to be in alignment with that step number one, which is earning the right to set bigger goals by achieving smaller ones. The way to do that is step two is take your goal, break it into three small smaller goals and break it into incremental timeframes. And if it's not an annual goal, let's say you have a goal for the month, right? Well, then go, okay, that urgency is an important part. The shorter the time frame, the easier it is for you to understand that you've got to take action. You can even do this on a daily or weekly basis. In fact, I used to do this when I would have my sales goals um, for the week. Every single week, I tried to get to half of my goal, actually, well, yeah, I tried to get half of my goal In the first two days of the week, that was my goal every week was to get to half the goal in the first two days of the week and that created urgency. So instead of just having my seven day goal where I'm like, oh, it's okay if I don't work today or tomorrow or then you know, because I'll make up for it over the weekend or whatever it was. The way I created urgency is I always had a goal and I had accountability. I told my my you know, my 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 accountability partner or my manager, my mentor, whoever I would say, hey, I'm committed, I'm, I, I, my goal is to sell half of my weekly goal, my seven day goal in the first two days of the week. And, uh, and then, you know, sometimes I got there, sometimes I didn't, but it created that urgency that gave me momentum to keep moving forward. And the same thing goes, that's part of what the step two is breaking your goal into three smaller goals based on those incremental timeframes is you're creating urgency and that urgency gets you off your butt so then you get some results and you, make some, you get some movement happening, some action being taken, and that creates momentum to continue, you know, carry you forward. So even if you don't quite hit, you know, after one-third of the way, you're not quite on track for your goal, you can, you know, at least you've got the momentum, and you can start to see what you need to adjust, what adjustments you need to make to increase your performance so that you do get back on track for your goal.
0: I like that. Awesome.
1: And then the third teaching point in terms of how big your goal is and this might be the most important one. Um, it's extend your time frame, extend your time frame. in other words, and, and i encourage you to write all of this down. you know I hope I hope people take notes on the podcast, do they I guess' some listen to their car, you know, but yeah, um, probably
0: don't take notes while you're driving. We, we, yeah, that's we generally good, not intended to discourage that. But but repetition
1: is key, right? There, there um, go. So go, go back and listen to it again, and, and and take some notes. Even even if you want to fast forward through the first half, right? If you know the teaching points come toward the end, fast forward through the first half, uh, re-listen to them, and uh, and write them down. You know that magic happens when you put pen to paper. I was actually I was at uh, John Lee Dumas' uh, place yesterday. Yeah, his home. You know his home slash home office, and I was asking him. We were interviewing him for the the documentary and asking him about the the lifesavers, and the Miracle Morning, and which of his savers were the favorite. And he said, "Of all the savers, scribing is his favorite." He says that you know he's big on getting ideas, goals, thoughts, challenges out of his head and on paper. And when he does that, right? I mean, and it's so true. It just your level of clarity and commitment is heightened when you put pen to paper and you put down your commitments or you put down your goals. Right? That it gives you more clarity because you can see it, and it increases your commitment because it's 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 actually it's not just an idea bouncing around in your head it's now real, it's physical, it's on, you know, it's on paper. So, um, so extend the timeframe is, is the third teaching point. Uh, and, and, and then I encourage you to write this down, commit until and underline the word until and underline it twice. And I believe that's a Jim Rohn philosophy. Um, commit until right, commit until you've achieved your goal. And, and there's, there's another philosophy and I, I don't know if it comes from Tony Robbins or, or who, but, uh, it's, that the idea that most people overestimate what they can accomplish in one year and they underestimate what they can accomplish in 10 years hmm. or in five years even. So most people overestimate what they can accomplish in a year. I'm writing this down. And underestimate what they can accomplish. I don't type very fast, you can tell. Um, <laughs> um, in, in 10 years. And so if you think about that, you know, most of us, we set ambitious goals, you know, each year and most people fail to hit their goals year after year after year. Um, but they don't, most people don't even set 10 year goals. They don't even think about what they can accomplish in 10 years and then work back from there. So most people, um, set these goals, they fail, then they kind of start over. Well, what are you working on that, that is going to take you up to 10 years to achieve? I interviewed uh, recently on the podcast, and again, I never know what order these are going to come out so but I, I recently interviewed um, Tony Stubblebein, who is the founder of Coach.me, which was voted you know by Apple as one of the, the top apps in the app store and uh, I was talking to Tony and he he talked about, and I've said this plenty a lot of times on the podcast, but how it takes ten years to be an overnight success and but but he asked a question that I had never heard before, which really was interesting, and i would i'll, I'll you know, whether you've heard that episode yet or it's coming up, I'll, I'll repeat the question that Tony said is he said, You got to ask yourself, what, ma- what are you excited about enough? What's meaningful enough? What's beneficial enough for you to dedicate 10 years of your life to? Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, if it takes 10 years to be an overnight success, which I can attest to, and most people that are really successful can attest to it, it you know, it's, it's a grind, it's a long time. Um, what are you willing to commit 10 years to? Because most people, the answer to that is either I don't know, and it's okay if you don't know now, you know, but, start, but write that question down, right? What's important enough for me to commit 10 years to? And maybe it's a, maybe it's a monetary goal where it's, you know, earn a million dollars or build a net worth of a million dollars. And maybe you don't know how that's going to happen yet. That's fine. But if, that, but if you're committed to the next 10 years, I guarantee in 10 years, you know, as long as you're committed every day to working towards that, you can't fail, Now, can you fail to make $2 million in 10 months? Yeah, I I, I failed at that easy. But in 10 years, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you are. I don't care, you know, I mean, you could literally be homeless right now. And if you committed that in the next 10 years, I will be worth a million dollars. And every single day, I will do something that moves me closer to that. That might start out by just reading books to, to learn how to do that. Books like *Secrets of the Millionaire Mind*, *Think and Grow Rich*, *The Millionaire Fast Lane*—right, these types of books. That there, there's nothing that you can't accomplish in ten years. So, extend the time frame. Commit until, and I'll tell you, my you know my goal in life, my number one goal is to reach millions of people with *The Miracle Morning*. And Nick, you know this, but I'm committed until. I don't know how long it's going to take. In fact, I think I did probably. I don't remember, but. Two and a half years ago, when the book came out, I probably said, "This year, my goal is to sell a million copies of *The Miracle Morning*, right?" <laughs> and that year, I think I sold like you know twenty thousand, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, once again, I fell short." I mean, so this is also the, the 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 bonus, the side lesson here is, look, I fail all the time, like you know, I mean, like you know. Achievers fail to achieve their goals all the time, you know. But they just keep learning and growing and adjusting, and you know, and, and keep moving, moving forward. So, so that idea of committing until I don't care if it takes me one year or a lifetime to reach millions of people with the Miracle Morning, I am willing to dedicate not not just 10 years, as Tony Stubblebein asked, but the the rest of my life to do that. So, what do you believe in? What's important to you enough? what will benefit you, your friends, your family, um, you know, so much so that you're willing to dedicate 10 years to making it happen. And, and I would encourage everybody you know, to set your 10-year goals. And I think that brings it close to the podcast is, the, the title of this podcast, Are Your Goals Too Big? Well, the solution to that is, take any goal that, I don't care how big it is, and give it a 10-year time frame and, and and see that you can accomplish anything in the next 10 years. And I don't think there's any goal that, that becomes too big. Even, even you know, earning a hundred million dollars, I don't think, and I know we're using, I'm using financial examples, but, you know, losing a hundred pounds, whatever it is. Um, did you see that gentleman in the, uh, in the Miracle Morning community, Nick, that has lost 70 pounds since he started the Miracle Morning?
0: Yeah, I heard, I saw that really quickly. I didn't read into it too much, but yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to get him in the documentary. I mean, I, I believe that's his name's cool is Mike Eaton, I believe. But uh, he posted, it was like a couple months ago, and he said, I've been doing the Miracle Morning, I think he had done it for like four months at that point, and he said, because of the Miracle Morning, I'm applying, basically he's, you know, the thing about the Miracle Morning and the Lifesavers is it's universal, you can apply it to any goal, right? right. You want to be, you want to make a million dollars, you want to lose weight, you just, you, you cater your meditation and your affirmations and your visualization and your exercise, your reading, you know, all of those practices, you just point them at any one goal, you align them with any one goal. So you're reading books that are in alignment with that goal. Your affirmations are in alignment with that goal, your visualization, right? On and on. So his goal was losing weight and he lost 60 pounds in four months. And, uh, I think now he's at 70 pounds and he said he'll be at a hundred pounds, uh, hundred lost a hundred pounds, you know, in, in less than a year of doing the miracle morning, which is just, just crazy. So, um, so that's it. That's it that your goals. You know, they're only too big if, 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 if their time frame is, is too short. So either, uh, you know, follow those steps, earn the right to set the bigger goals by achieving the smaller ones, break your goals into three smaller goals based on three smaller time frames, and finally extend the time frame overall. Just commit until you achieve it, no matter how long that takes, and what are you willing to commit 10 years of your life to that's so important and so meaningful that uh, you'll do whatever it takes to get there uh, within, you know, reason and ethics and, uh, you know, integrity and all those things. So, uh, Nick, any final thoughts, comments, compliments? (laughs) Uh, You have excellent teeth. (laughs) Oh, my teeth are nice too. (laughs) Got it. You know, I did after, yeah, that's a whole, that's actually, you just opened a wound. I had like braces for six (laughs) years and then I I didn't wear my retainers and my teeth got all crooked. So that's actually, I'm going to go cry now.
0: Oh, Uh, Oh, man. Yeah. That, that was my Just goal. Have... Goal accomplished for the podcast. Make hell cry by the end of it. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> all right. Achieve your goals, listeners. Thanks for tuning
1: in. I hope you got value today that helped you, that will continue to help you to achieve your goals. I sincerely appreciate you. I love you. I mean that very much. Um, and uh, if there's anything I can do to serve you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, I do my best to answer all of the emails. I don't do the best at it, but I, I'm, I'm getting better and better. So uh, feel free to reach out or leave a comment on this episode underneath the show notes uh, Nick thanks for being a part of the uh, the Achiever Goals podcast in this episode buddy I appreciate you thank you Hal alright everybody we will catch you next week and until then set big goals not too big but set big goals uh, and go out there and work towards achieving them every day because you deserve nothing less we'll talk to you next week
0: and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast so what do you think are your goals too big Hopefully now you have an idea and are able to adjust the goals if needed be and achieve some amazing results with the rest of this year. So let us know your biggest takeaways by going to helllrod.com slash 088 for episode number 88 and simply letting us know by leaving a comment on the show notes page there uh, telling us your big takeaways from this episode. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go leave a review on iTunes by going to halelrod.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, Button and leaving a rating and review there. That's the best way to help spread the word about the show and help other people decide if this is the right show for them. Also, if you haven't done so yet, be sure to go check out bestyeareverlive.com because there you can register for the Best Year Ever Blueprint live event. It was an amazing event last year, and this year is going to be uh, even better. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. So head on over to bestyeareverlive.com, and we hope to see you there. I know I'm getting excited for December. And until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals.